journaling, uh, it really is a vital part of hearing from God. It's something maybe some of you aren't doing, or maybe a lot of you aren't doing. Some of you are really familiar with journaling. Uh, some of you, it's your favorite way to hear from God. But wherever you are, I really just want to highlight a few things that God really ministered to me as I as I dug in to this topic and started looking at it on journaling. And if we look at that that word journal, um, it has its origins in late Middle English. It originally uh, denoted a book containing the appointed times of daily prayers. I think that's pretty significant that there's appointed time, and it's daily. And it's also from the old French journal, J-U-R-N-A-L, and from late Latin, diurnal, okay? And this, this word really has the idea of the rhythms of the day, or we could say daily rhythms. And so this word diurnal is the same root also of the word journey, and it's interesting we're in a 40-day journey here. So you might think of it this way, before there was rapid transportation, um, this had this idea of journey, really had the idea of the distance a person could travel in one day. So that brings us back again to this idea of, of journaling being a daily thing. So we could say in, in really simple terms that a journal is just a daily record. And if you think of it in those terms, we can see all throughout Scripture that the recording of days are super important to God. We have his written word, for one. But from the creation account, we can see that God created one day at a time. And after each day, he evaluated and said, this is good. He didn't, he didn't um, do everything in a longer period of time. He broke it down into days. So this daily understanding of, of the rhythms of life that God uh, speaks to us and how he uh, uses that to communicate with us as we are listening to him. Psalm 139 verse 16 in the NIV says this, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. You know, God has a journal of your days. And I believe that the days that he's written for you are waiting for you to hear from him and write those days out prophetically as he speaks to you, as he speaks to you from his word, as he speaks to you through other impressions, things that you see, things that you hear in the spirit. And as you, as, as you will hear in a minute, as I get to it, as you begin to write those things down, as you make a daily record of those things, he'll bring it to, to a greater uh, place of bring it alive to you in a greater way. So here's kind of a little summary truth that I put down. You might want to write these things down since we're talking about journaling. Um, you could type them out on your keyboard um, just by way of feedback through, through uh, response in the chat boxes. Um, how many of you are regularly journaling currently? Maybe just write, that's me, exclamation point, you know, smile emoji. Um, I journal or put on there, this is a new concept to me. I'm new to journaling. Or maybe you want to respond, hey, I'd, I'd really like to try this. I want to hear more about it. So take notes as you're writing down. Here's this truth. Every day there's a nourishing word from God to you that he wants to get 
through you. And writing is going to be a part of that process. Let me say that again. Every day there is a nourishing word from God to you that he wants to get through you. I love this this famous passage we know as the Lord's Prayer, this simple line here. It says in Matthew 6, 11 in the NIV, give us today our daily bread. The dailiness of the word of God as a nourishing word, as a meal, as something we are to, to take daily, to intake, to digest, to process and move through us is so vital. It's so important. And if you think about this, think about that word uh, bread there and the daily bread. The, the scriptural imagery, the biblical symbolism is so powerful. If you think about this, Christ's body was broken for us, yet we are the body of Christ. So there's a dailiness of the body of Christ that we partake of when we partake of his body, when we partake of loving and serving one another. And so his body was and is broken, get this, and released to minister healing. So the daily bread, the daily word of life that comes to you and moves through you has potential power to minister healing. I think that's one of the reasons why we need to embrace the fact that um, brokenness is a part of the journey. Jesus was broken for us, and we have to embrace the fact that we are broken and spilled out, and that we can take up our cross daily, sacrificially, to follow him. And there's life that comes from that. So as far as daily journaling or writing things down that you might hear from God, um, here's another truth that I want you to get a hold of. What is written down daily, in other words, God's word to us and through us, as I mentioned earlier, It can be, here's two more fancy words for you, rehearsed and dispersed where and when it is needed, both for the benefit of you and for others. So here's that statement again, that impact statement. What is written down daily, in other words, God's word to us and through us as we listen and write down, it can be rehearsed. And rehearsed means you go back over it. You keep, it's kind of like muttering or meditating. You're going to revisit it. You're going to keep Uh, letting it move through you as you think about it, as you can go back and reflect. It can be rehearsed and then dispersed. In other words, released or given or flowed through you prophetically for your life, for your family's life, for those around you, where and when it is needed, both for the benefit of you and for others. That's amazing. We don't need to be worried about, oh no, I had this word, but it didn't immediately go out and a hundred people weren't saved or blessed or filled with the Holy Spirit. God knows where it's needed. He knows when it's needed. Our job is to listen, to write it down, and then process how he wants it to be dispersed through us. So what is written down daily can be rehearsed and dispersed where and when it is needed, both for the benefit of you and for others. Okay, so here's another impact statement about journaling. For us, as Christ followers, we want our journaling to be a daily time of evaluation, as well as daily impartation of God's leading, his direction, his faithfulness, his promises, his desired future for us, his voice of peace and comfort during the difficult seasons, even 
his loving correction. All those things can come through our daily time of journaling. It's for evaluation and impartation. I have been accused of being the world's biggest introspective person, and I take that as a compliment, knowing full well there are weak sides of our strengths, but I so live in a place of evaluation, and I believe that's how God does his greatest impartation to me. Maybe you're someone like that uh, as well. And I say, thank God for the introspectives. Give me a shout out in the chat box if you're like me, (laughs) if you're introspective and you're an evaluator. Um, God uses all types of personalities in the body of Christ. So we practice this, this journaling, by writing and capturing what we sense he's saying to us. And we capture a record of our spiritual travels, playing on this word journey, our spiritual travels, following him also by pouring out our deepest pains, disappointments, our longings, and desires. Just take a trip through the Psalms. David did this constantly. It's okay. It's healthy. It's super healthy. And it's it's a vital part of God's wanting to speak to us and help us process all the things we're dealing with and facing. Journals can be as, as simple as writing out a short scripture promise or even making a short list of highs and lows from each day. It's as simple as that. As long as you write it down and make record of it and keep it in a place where you can go back and revisit it. Uh, A journal can be simple affirmations like, I am loved completely by the Savior. If you're new to journaling, maybe that's what you need to do is just start that. Every day, write one thing that you know is true from God's Word about you. Journals, they can be um, simple praise reports and testimonies. Maybe at the end of the day, you just want to write, man, God did this. I survived another day of homeschooling my kids during a pandemic. You know, write that down. That is a praise report. Somebody say amen to that. You can do it and you're going to make it. All you moms and dads, shifting up your schedules and changing things so that you can figure out how to uh, get your kids an education and still uh, put food on the table. Thank God. He's going to help you with that. Um They can be just simple prayers, just simple heart cries to God. Lord, I need you. Like the next breath, I need you. But here's the key. For it to be journaling, write it out. Don't just think it. Something significant happens when it comes from your spiritual ears through to your writing or your typing. I make a lot of entries on um, an online note-taking source called Evernote. I write prolifically in Evernote. I have a personal blog I write in. Um, and I have notebooks. I'll show you. Excuse me for ducking the camera. These are just a handful of the binders that I write notes in or have taken Um writing down the things that I hear God saying, or I'll be in a meeting taking notes and all of a sudden he'll drop something in my heart. Um, and that's that's the way I do it. So let me dive back into the word. A couple things that just I thought were really profound to me 
And here's a truth here. Writing is significant to releasing God's prophetic voice. Writing something down is significant. We have the written prophetic word of God, of course, but look at Revelation 2, verse 8 and the New Living. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Smyrna. This is the message from the one who is the first and the last, who was dead but is now alive. Do you know that the one who is the first and the last, the one who was dead and who is now alive, Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, wants to speak to you prophetically and he wants you to write it down? Galatians 6, 11, Paul says this, Notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. The epistles written and inspired by the Holy Spirit as a prophetic truth for our now. Habakkuk 2, 2, one of my favorite all-time scriptures in the New Living Translation, just this snippet says, Then the Lord said to me, Write my answer plainly. And then it goes on to say, So that a runner can carry the correct message to others. When we write down what God is saying to us, it helps clarify our vision. And then it will help lead um, our decisions. I feel like he said to me earlier in the car that let vision drive your decisions, James. Let vision drive your decisions. Well, how in the world am I going to know what his vision is for my life if I don't write it down, if I don't have a place to go back to and remember, oh yeah, you said this to me and you want me to stay on this course and this is the track you want me to run on. Because trust me, there's always going to be distractions. There's going to be well-meaning people in your life. They're going to try to write their vision for your life. And you have to know what God's vision is for you. You have to have it written down so you can go back and say, no, this is the course for me. This is my purpose. It's kind of another message, but you get the idea there. So as we journal, God wants to rehearse or reinforce his written word so he can further reveal the truth of his prophetic word to us. Um, it's another way of getting his word to move through us. I mentioned that earlier. We read, we hear, we believe, and we speak out his word, and that builds our faith and releases his reality through us. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and by confessing and declaring the word of God. But the writing down of those things is like another layer of the powerful way that he's made us. And I'm going to look at the science here in a second. Um, so think about this for a second. Things that don't move typically are dead. Uh, the Dead Sea has no, no flow. There's no free-flowing current. That's why they call it the Dead Sea. Um, our physical bodies were made to move, to not be sedentary. When we don't move, when our lungs don't breathe, when we don't exercise our muscles, literally physical death is, is encroaching upon that because they were made to have life. Water flows. The Holy Spirit flows. There's movement in the kingdom, and it's a spiritual, dynamic Holy Spirit movement. So I believe our hearts must overflow as we write. Our, our writing and our journaling must be an overflow of the Spirit of God in our lives. Psalm 45, verse 1 in the Amplified, I love the way it says this, My heart overflows with a good theme. I address my psalm to the King, 
My tongue is like the pen of a skillful writer. And so you think about that. Many of the Psalms, they're, they're great examples of journaling. The writer pours out his heart. He reflects on the truth of God's faithfulness. He recounts stories of deliverance. He declares and decrees the truth of God's word over the circumstances. Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. Yet I will declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. These things were written down. And those are the kinds of things you should be writing in your journal. So we we read his word. We commune with him and we listen for his voice, which is confirmed by his written word. And we write or journal it out and it builds our faith and it's going to release his now reality through us. So let's check this out. The psychological benefits of writing. I thought this was fascinating. And I got this from a collection of resources. Um, I'm going to share my notes with you so you'll have these. And there's a hyperlink there that takes you to the website where I found these things. So expressive writing has also been linked to improved mood, well-being, and reduced stress levels for those who engage in it regularly. So journaling, biblical journaling, can reduce your stress level. Isn't that good news? How many of you are facing some stressful situations? Let me know in the chat box. Yep, I'm up against it. Listen, journaling is going to help. In both emotional intelligence and in hard science like mathematics, writing has been shown to help people communicate highly complex ideas more effectively. And as an introspective writer, I thrive on this. The highly complex, a lot of times it's not easy just to say it or to talk it out. But when you write it out, all of a sudden there's a new level of clarity that you can bring to a complex idea through writing or journaling. Writing helps eliminate the, quote, it sounded good in my head syndrome. It forces ideas to be laid out bare for the thinker to see, where it's much less likely that they will be jumbled up like they are in your head. Hey, it's crowded up there, right? And there's a certain discipline required to create interesting written work that demands the individual be receptive and focused on finding new sources of inspiration and insight. So when you're writing it down with the intention of hearing from God, that process is just, it's something that God created and it it serves a a beautiful purpose that only he um, can use for us. Still with me tonight, right? So, oh, how many of you, I've done this many times. How many of you have run to the grocery store knowing you needed things and forgot to write down your list? No matter how hard you try to think about it, what was that again? Doesn't come to you. And then how many of you, I've done this, I've written my list down, left it on the kitchen counter, went to the store, and actually was able to remember a couple of those things just because I wrote it down. That's the power of writing it down. So make a list when you go to the store. That part was free tonight. Um, And again, from the study I did on the science behind it, according to this article, when we write, we're building a link between the spatial part of our brain that we need to use in order to make marks on paper that make sense. 
that is to write, and the verbal part of our brain that we need to compose meaningful utterances to supply our writing hand with, and as a result, we strengthen the process by which important information is stored in our memory. Writing things down strengthens the process by which important information is stored in our memory. And that's key to the renewing of our mind, to getting our minds uh, on, on the things of God, to having the mind of Christ. But there's something else going on too. When we write something down, research suggests that as far as our brain is concerned, it's as if we were doing that thing. This is powerful. Writing seems to act as a kind of mini rehearsal for doing. I mentioned that earlier about rehearsing. It's as though you are doing that thing. Wow, you're writing down the word of God and the things that he's saying to you. It's pouring through you as you are journaling. You're experiencing the powerful truth and the reality of God's word as though you're literally um, doing that very thing. That's a very powerful healing process that takes place. So that brings me to Romans 12 too. I think it's a great tie in here. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I have to believe that a vital part of renewing the mind has to do with journaling, not just reading and meditating, but letting it pour through us as we write out our thoughts and the truths and insights we're hearing from God's word. God is a poet and a songwriter, if you didn't realize it. He communicates the rhythms of life to us by showing us rhythms and patterns in scripture. His word literally is a daily journal. There's a written fear not to us for every day of the year. There's some 365 instances of the phrase in scripture, fear not. If you don't write anything else down every day, how about that one? Fear not says the Lord. I think that'd be a good one. This is beautiful. Uh, Zephaniah 3.17, for the Lord your God is living among, among you. He's a mighty savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. All the written songs in scripture are the Lord rejoicing over you. And when we meditate on those, when we get those in our hearts, when we sing them out, and when we rehearse and rewrite those, God will give you new songs inspired by the truth, the never-changing truth of God's word. So keep this in mind. Psalms are written songs. Yes, they're meant to be sung out, but they were first written down. They're poems. Um, one of our uh, growth group uh, people was sharing with us that one of the ways that she really journals and hears from God is poetry. And I think that's fantastic. That's some of you out there. That's many of you out there. And that's a good way to journal. Um, he's, he's writing to us through the Holy Spirit inspired authors to use prophetic imagery in poetic forms and songs. So collectively, the word of God is a master journal of the Father's heart towards his creation. Think about that but it doesn't stop with his master journal to you. No one else can write your story. No one else is gonna live your journey. 
your daily travels with the Savior, and no one else is going to experience the daily rhythms of life the way you will. So it's up to you, it's up to me, to write out and journal the daily rhythms of life that God has us. God wants to speak to you. He wants to move through you in a way that is personal and intimate to your journey with him. Now, I want to do a couple things before I finish up here. Um, I want to give you some basic tips that are kind of like easy peasy, no brainers. Um, and I want to share with you a real uh, life example. I won't take long on this. Um, I hear the Lord say things to me all the time. I see uh, I'm a visual person. I look and see things. And and I think we need to be open to the fact that God can be speaking to us at any time through something we see, a picture, a tree that's lost its leaves. Um, this is a very biblical way to 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 think and to live prophetically. It's, it's all throughout scripture. So this morning, um, as he does uh, in the morning on many occasions, God dropped a word in my spirit. Just, um, just a one word. And sometimes that's all it is. That's all you'll get. And I want to encourage you to write it down and process it and pray through it. Um, and he dropped a word in my spirit today. And I think it has prophetic significance. I don't know. I'm not going to go out and, and start some major movement based on this word because right now I don't know if, if it had to do with the, the amount of reading I was doing the night before from a certain theological perspective or, or if it's a prophetic word for me, for my life, it's a prophetic word for this nation. But it was one word. I wasn't familiar with it. I knew it was in the Bible. I knew it was a place in the Old Testament where some significant events happened. I knew it had to do um, with the storyline of David. And so I just began to research it. And I began to pray as I was driving out to get my, my haircut today. I began to pray on that and said, Lord, show me what that means. And of course, I wrote that word down and wrote the date and said, okay, keep revisiting this because there's multi-layers and multi-dimensions to that. That's just one word. And now I'll be able to go back and look through what was happening in this time in our nation, what was happening in my life, and reflect on that word and to see what God wanted to do with it. And so it's it's so awesome. I think it's like God's little sticky notes. I love to write little sticky notes to Allegro when we send her off somewhere and I pack a lunch and I just write some things like, you're amazing. You got this. It's going to be an awesome day. Um, I love you. You're beautiful. And I think God uh, speaks to our hearts in those little um, those little voice voice memos from heaven. And I wanted to encourage you to write those down and to remember those and to process those because his plans for you are good. His intentions for you are good. His future for you is good. Amen. So let's finish up with this. Here's some real basic tips. Create a daily time to journal as part of your daily devotions with the Lord. Carve out time for it. Um, keep a pen and paper, a pencil and paper, a journal, whatever it is that inspires you to write. Draw pictures. Someone else shared that they they journal by, by writing uh, prophetic pictures. Again, it's that process of it moving through you and going through your hand as a creator, a being created to create. Um, set a goal. I would say set a goal to write one thing down a day. This is one simple thing. Uh, and set a goal to stick with it for 
seven days. Say, I'm going to take the seven-day journal challenge, Pastor James, and I'm going to write down one thing a day. And you know what? I want to hear what you're writing down, unless it's too personal, intimate, and I don't need to know. I don't want to know that anyway. But I'd love for you to send me an email or maybe just reach out to me on social media. Those of you that follow my accounts, let me know what God is saying to you as you journal. Uh, Keep a notebook with all your dated journal entries so you can go back through and process. Um, And here's what I think. As your journal becomes a discipline, uh, make sure the further those journal entries get in the past that you set up appointments to go back and revisit those year after year after year. You're going to see God's faithfulness. You're going to see the fruitfulness that comes as a result. You're also going to see... some negative and destructive patterns that, oh man, I keep I keep hitting the wall in the same area at the same time. And so now you have a powerful revelation of how to break through that area, some things to declare and decree. And watch God move. Watch God break you into that next level. So you're not going around the same mountain, passion, passing that same place every time, but your spiral is upward towards the high things of heaven and you're moving up. You're not going down. You're not being defeated over and over again. So take the journaling challenge, write something you hear God saying to you every day. And I know you're going to hear from God. And I know as you go through the rest of the 40 days journey, journaling is going to be a vital part of helping you continue to hear from the Lord. Thanks so much for for listening to the word of God, for hearing me share my heart tonight. Just want to pray real quick and just kind of seal all this tonight with the word of prayer. Father, I thank you so much for everyone listening, everyone who's going to listen to this. I pray that you just reveal to them the truth and the power you have uh, in their lives for writing down uh, and processing through the things that you're speaking to them. And I thank you that uh, you're going to just use this as a this message as a tool to to empower people, to to challenge people, to grow them to the next level of spiritual depth um, in hearing from you and hearing from heaven. And so I pray, Lord, that you just pour out your grace, anyone that's struggling right now, that you encourage them, that you overwhelm them with your peace and your confidence. And I so look forward, Lord, to the things that you're speaking to us, to your body, to the body of Christ in this day for such a time as this, for this hour. In Jesus' name, amen.